This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Everyone, it's Christian Fuchs here. I would like to say a big thank you to our fans and keep having our back for the upcoming Premier League season as well as the Europa League. Keep watching Leicester Fan TV. They have the latest news and they keep you up to date on LeicesterFanTV.com. So stay tuned and thanks for your support. It's Monday night. It's a very good Monday night. Um, Three games in, three wins. Leicester City are top of the Premier League as ever. This is Leicester Fan TV. We are by the fans, for the fans. We want to know your views on yesterday's 5-2 thrashing at Man City. We want your comments about it. We want to know which you think was the best goal. Uh, Could you believe it? Do you still believe it today? Um, Get your views in. Get your comments in. This is your Fan Zone show. Join me and get your views in. What a good day it has been today. A good day yesterday. Don't forget, if ever you want um, to get your comments in there, good afternoon, good evening to Gray. I can put them on screen. Matt is watching on YouTube. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, you name it. We're live there. So please do get your comments in. Ross says, never, ever, ever, ever write Leicester off. How many of you, let's be honest, how many of you, when Riyad Mahrez scored that, and it was a quite brilliant goal, when Riyad Mahrez scored that goal, how many of you thought, here we go. Four minutes in, we're 1-0 down. How many is it going to be? Gray says, do you want your apology? Yes, Gray, put it in full and I'll put it on screen. Hello to Kieran. Good evening to you. Thanks for watching. Um, Wayne is a little bit worried about the injuries got. Wayne, we will talk about that, but let's start with all the positive stuff. Uh, On to Karen Kennel says, good evening. What an awesome game it was. Could you believe, Karen, that that was going to happen? Um, Chris Guthrie is saying, I'm sure I've watched the highlights too many times today. But I can't help it. I agree, Chris. I'm going to watch Match of the Day uh, again just to see it. Uh, James wants to talk about Yuri Tillemans. I think he's been our player of the season so far. Is it a bit early, James, to talk about players of the season after three games? Um, He has played very well and it is much, much better to see Yuri Tillemans looking like the player we saw when we got him on loan. Dave, good evening to you, says... Good evening. What a fantastic win yesterday. Yes, Dave, did you believe it after four minutes? 
Um, which was the best goal? Hi, Maxine. Thanks for watching. What a performance, she says. Which was the best goal out of Riyad Merez's or Madison's or Jamie Vardy? We had a debate on that yesterday. I want to know your views on it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Ryan says we need to take it game by game and be consistent this season. Well, Ryan, so far, so good. Three out of three. That is what we want. Uh, Jack, thanks for watching. Don't forget, like and share the videos, Jack. Uh, it was the best chance, says Jack, of beating City yesterday with the injuries they had. And we achieved it. Yeah, I think that's fair enough to say it. Kieran says, what about Tielman's pass to Castagna? What about Castagna? But I agree, what a pass it was. Um, Adele says, an outstanding performance. I hope we play like this all year long. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Uh, Matty Bond says, we were lucky. Yes, I can't remember one of the Man City players did come out and say, I've seen some very derogatory comments by uh, some players and some of the media by saying, you know, we were lucky. We only had, I think we only had seven shots, but hey, we scored five goals. Um, as ever, they want to talk about Man City being bad and not Leicester being good. Uh, Wayne says Madders was good. He did look good. Uh, Wayne, where, what do you do with Madders now? Do you put him in the starting lineup against uh, West Ham or do you keep him on the bench? Let me know your views to that. Danny says Pep who? Indeed, Pep who? Mendy is playing... Good so far. Yes, he is, Matty. I agree with you again. I mean, Ended is out for six to 12, is it games or weeks? It's a long while, Ended is potentially. So uh, it's just as well, Mendy's playing well. Uh, I know Jamie from the Fox's Arms sent me a message earlier and he says he wants to know what you guys all think about Daniel Amati. There's all this chit chat. Should we go and buy Tarkowski, Fafana, blah, blah, blah? Have we got Daniel Amati? Will he just slot in there? Will he play at centre-back? Have we all forgotten that actually he's not a bad player? So what are your views on Daniel Amati? Do we need to go and spend 50 million or do we just say a bit like Sonka? We've already got that player waiting for you there. Uh, Mick, thanks for watching. How are you? Hope you're well. Jono on uh, Periscope says, can Ricky pay, P play left? I don't know because Daniel was amazing there. So um, I th what do you do with right-back when uh, Ricardo? is back there. I do not know. Uh, Reese says we were clinical, not lucky. There's no luck there yesterday at all. Um, Dave says after the fourth minute Mares goal, I thought we might be in for hiding. Dave, I totally did. I'm with you. Uh, the councillor, good evening, says Mendy and Tillemans ran that midfield. Brilliant teamwork. They certainly did. Um, Adele says Imati was good for someone who didn't play since 2018. He was before he got injured, he was having he had a few good games there. Good evening, Jason. Um, and Mick says, keep a Marty. Uh, Ian Broster says, How good was it, Marty? Yesterday, nearly two years out, and I thought he had a great game. Uh, Gray saying that Ricky P Ricardo, Ricky P will play on the right wing. Um, and LCFC Gray with his comedy routine says Man City were definitely marooned. Listen, I've got Sinky joining me. Let's see if I can get him in there. John Sinclair, the legend that is. How are you, Sinkster? Uh, well, I think we've all had a brilliant Monday. I was talking to my neighbour earlier. Uh, one of her colleagues is a Man City fan, so she said the day was just brilliant, just winding him up all day. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it, was a, it was a day of, of specials, wasn't it? First time Man City have conceded five goals under Pep Guardiola. Uh, and the first time we started in, a, in this division with three straight wins at the start of the season. It can't get much better than that, can it, really? Well, it can if we win against West oh, yeah. Ham, John. It could yeah. be four on the trot. So far. 
And I'll be pulling that Premier League trophy I've got over there here and getting excited, but not have yet. Decided, have we decided what we call Jamie Vardy's flick for the goal? Because there was some debate about what name we should give it on TV last night. I know. He, he did score a very similar one for England against Germany. I, watched, I think, yeah, was it what, Germany? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, it was very similar. Just a, a bit further out, actually. But um, what a clever goal. It was. Uh, to be fair, John, I mean, we had the debate straight after the match yesterday. I thought that was the best goal yesterday. I thought it was better than Madison's, although Madison's was amazing. I even thought Riyad Mahrez's was pretty darn good. Which was the best of those three for you, John? Well, it had to be Vardy simply because it's so unusual. Uh, and it's a, a technique I've never seen before. You know, he scored him twice with that sort of goal. Yes, Madison's was top corner brilliant. Uh, Maros was unstoppable, and yeah, we're all a bit nervous after that. But I have uh, to say, for technique and everything, it's got to be Vardy's flick. Ross, uh, now, John, will you get this? No offence. He says we should call it the WKD, the wicked flick. Do you get that? Oh, OK. It's because Vardy's reputation is that he drinks WKD, the drink. Oh, does he? Oh, I did. The Alcapod. Well, okay. yeah, and, and Red Bull, and amongst other things, of course. But that's what. <laughs> that's not bad from Ross. It's not bad. Tom not says, bad. should we call it the Vard's flick? Um, Andrew Andrew Turlington says, everybody needs to calm down. We still need 31 more points, John. Yeah, but look, we've got to enjoy wins <laughs> like that. You don't mean, you know, last time we beat Man City, what, 3-1 at their place, we went on to win the title. Me and you exchanged messages about that yesterday. It's obviously too early to start talking about that. But why not feel good for a couple of days? We've got West Ham to come. Sunday, so let's bask in it for a little while. Yeah, I agree, John. I agree. I mean, I don't know where you start with yesterday's performance on who was the best player. What What were your views on who who was outstanding for you? Well, I think obviously, you know, Castagna. We talked about him already. You know, uh, very very solid down that right side. And you mentioned Pereira coming back, but it's great to have those sort of choices to make. And he can play on both sides. Although Justin had a pretty good game on the on the left as well. But it was interesting watching Brenda Rogers talking after about it. he's usually against playing kind of that system of five at the back. And he kind of thought about it and thought, well, maybe this would fit because they can play quick on the break. Uh, and Man City just weren't ready for it, were they? You, you, you could tell, really, a uh, number of penalties we won and so on. Uh, but I think, you know, credit to him for looking at it and thinking, well, if we can just soak up the pressure... Obviously, you can't allow for a goal like Mares being scored. But they kept them at bay and they broke and they made the best of it. And uh, certainly on TV last night, you know, um, they were looking at Man City and saying, well, they've got to do something. Obviously, they're looking to sign a new defender. Um, but, you know, Brendan Rodgers, you've got to give him credit for the way he set up and the players understanding what they needed to do. Uh, when Riyad scored and after four minutes, John, what did you think? Well, I thought, well, here we go. But, I mean, it yeah. was a worldy shot. I mean, I think defensively we were quite solid, but you can't allow... I mean, that was just a, a brilliant hit, wasn't it? it before even Sionchu could get to him, it was in the top corner. What do um, do about that? No, I mean, it was, it was a great hit. Hitesh is saying here, talking about the West Ham game, and so, and somebody else earlier, forgive me, I can't remember who said it, but have said, we, we still... Do we look a bit naive from corners and that at the back. Um, and they scored their second goal, obviously, from a from yeah. a, from a header. Um, what did you think to Daniel Amati in the team yesterday? Could he be the new centre-back for us, John? 
Well, I mean, I've not thought about it because obviously Tukowski from, you know, we we're talking about Burnley may put in a better offer for him. And uh, I think players will look at Leicester now and think, well, if they put an offer in for me, I quite fancy it. Um, but yeah, it, it needs must, I suppose. But it depends how often we're going to play that system. But he, he did OK. Um, but, if you know, Johnny Evans went off. If suddenly we want to play four at the back and you've just got, you know, Wes Morgan obviously on the sidelines, do you need another option? That's what I'm saying. And and could he play in a back four? Well, you might be a bit more concerned about playing in a back four, might you, rather than a back five. So I think if we go out and, and buy another centre-back, I think I feel more reassured that we got the options. And I think Brendan Rodgers wants to do that anyway. Yeah, um I, I think he will. I think we will st still try and get a centre-back in. But it was great to see Amati's not played in nearly two years, John. Just before he got injured, he, he was having a nice little run of games for Leicester, Amati was. And then he that's a, an, an, a horrific, I'm struggling to say, injury that he had that yeah. took him as best part of two years to get back. Well, that's right. And of course, you know, having the, the odd utility player that can fit in a number of roles is, is very useful. But I still think I'd like to be in a, a centre-back per se just to add to the numbers in that area, given the amount of fixtures we've you know, got coming up, Europa League and so on. Uh, Mick says here, and I think it's worth talking about Yuri Tillemans, when we signed him on loan, John, everybody was saying, you know, he's the new Messiah, he's amazing, we must sign him. And then, to be fair, after spending £40 million on him last season, I don't know. I, 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 listen, I can't talk about people's weight and how felt they look, but... Yuri Tillemans looked last season a little bit sluggish, like he was carrying a little bit, maybe. And I think over the close summer season, he looks like he's lost weight. He looks he looks sharper. He looks faster. The through ball he put to Castagna. Yuri Tillemans is suddenly starting to look every bit a £40 million player, isn't he, John? Yeah, he looks like he's trying to settle it. It may be the amount of people in, in the club from his country. <laughs> Do you think that better. helps? Yeah. I think it does. Uh, you know, we signed yesterday, you know, Castagna's come in now. And he just looks like he feels at ease with what he's doing now. Like he, he understands it. And he looks like he's enjoying his football. And what a good penalty that he scored after Vardy went off. And he looked really, really pleased with that, didn't he? Uh, you know, bottom corner. Can't ask for anything more. We talked about, you know, Ndidi being out. We're all worried about that. Let's hope he gets fit as soon as. Uh, but Mendy came in, you know, made a nice move to get to get one of the goals, you know, play it out to Barnes and so on. But, um, you know, Dennis Pratt wasn't in the game as much, was he really? No, and obviously he did go off injured as well. So yeah. I think we're waiting to hear on the injuries uh, in more detail. Um, yeah, somebody was just saying here about uh, Yuri Tillemans. We were saying how good he was. Uh, did Tillemans, John, I said, did Tillemans have a new baby last season? Maybe he was just knackered last season with lack of sleep. Uh, I think sometimes it does take, I mean, we've got Castagna, who's like been in Leicester for 13 days and had three amazing games uh, and look, looks fantastic. And maybe sometimes it takes players a little bit longer, John. Not everybody settles down straight away. Well, that, there is an element to that, I think. But Castagna coming in, we mentioned the Belgian factor, that's probably helped him. But he looks like he really enjoys playing for the club, doesn't he? Uh, he can get forward. You know, fullbacks are good at that. And that, that's a good thing about, you know, when you're playing three in the back, you do need them to do that. And I was a bit worried early on that we're getting pushed back and they weren't really breaking up. But we did manage, 
after we soaked up some pressure to do that. But yeah, what a good signing. And and you think about it, you know, uh, you know, Chilwell goes and everybody goes, okay, fair enough, you've gone. Uh, and then we bring in somebody else, and you you forget about it. You just go, wow, what a great player. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Vardy, where, where do we start with him yesterday? Well, Apart from the fact, John, he did look a bit miffed off when Tillman scored the penalty. I don't know if you thought they cut to him in the stands and he was a bit like, I should have had four today. Well, yeah, but like, uh, you know, nothing he could do then. Yeah, he wasn't to know. Yeah, I think he, he stayed on and he said afterwards that there's not a problem with the injury. It's just something that happens to him from time to time. But uh, Vardy was just special yesterday. I just read actually somewhere, you know, he's had five shots on target this season and he scored all five. Nobody <laughs> else in the Premier League has done has done that. Yeah. And he had the minimum amount of touches in the I, game. He had about 15, 15 touches yesterday, yeah, exactly. didn't he? And you, you're thinking, wow, you know, uh, what a play. And uh, uh, fittingly on the back page, I've got the times here, a uh, big, big picture of him on the, on the back page. Uh, I'm sure most people have been really enjoying reading up the reports. And to be fair to the Times, they've given Leicester credit. I often feel a bit kind of, oh, it's all about Man City not playing well. Yes. But at least they've given Leicester some credit because it can get annoying, can't it? They talk Co- about the, top, you know, yes. the big six and so on. And that just sure. gets annoying after a while. Show us that back page again, John. It looked like a pretty good photo the Times yeah, have got there. Yeah, running away celebrating. Yes. <laughs> But What's yeah. he say? Vardy rips City to shreds or something? Yeah, Vardy rips City to shreds. That's it. That's yeah. exactly right. I think that's... And that was pretty much what happened. Of course, fans will start to say, well, he should be... Gareth Southgate was there watching yesterday. You know, but it's Vardy who said he doesn't want to do the England thing anymore. But if he keeps going like this again, Golden Boot last it. why would a national team not be begging the Golden Boot player to come back? Well, you'd expect another phone call to go in to say, are you sure? Yeah, please. Uh, with the amount, with the amount of games that you know, Leicester have got. Um, I think the Matt, you know, Brendan might be a bit mm, not really sure. But it might I don't know. Personally, I'm I'm hoping he just stays with Leicester. But if it didn't so go with England, I wouldn't be against it. How about this from Ross? I'm gonna put it on screen. Uh, Raymond says Vardy is an amazing player. Ross says Belgium trio are Belgium chocolates and Turkish delights and the English <laughs> breakfast in Vardy and Barnes. I think Ross is losing the plot a bit. But uh, Harvey Barnes again yesterday, to be fair, John, he just needs a bit of end product. He is looking more exciting to me every game. He, he's got pace. He's dynamic. Just just needs that final... At yeah. some point, he's going to start scoring some of these goals because he, he does. He is threatening to look really good. Yeah, we talked about him. You know, He's still growing into it a little bit. He's still quite a young player. Um, you know, Carl Walker kept up with him a little bit yesterday as well. Uh, but you're right. You know he can break. He can break through. Uh, Link-up play is usually quite good. Um, didn't quite work for him on occasions yesterday, but he's got that promise. And I think against other teams uh, this season, he's always always been a bit threatening. But um, yeah, I'm sure they're working on that constantly. I think we've said this before, where we know that the promise is there. And certainly, if you listen to pundits and TV, they look at him as the potential England player of the future as well. What uh, we're going to move on a little bit to Madison again. He scored a wonder goal yesterday um, and starting to look back back to full fitness, which is good for Madison. Um, he'll be keen to get a start soon, John. But what what do you do again? You can't you can't really just drop somebody and put Madison in, can you? Against West Ham? 
Well, I mean, Dennis Pratt might not be fit. We don't know obviously what True. situation there is. And uh, if you if you're going to keep with you know M Mendy and Tillemans, you could probably throw Madison into the mix there as well, because uh, you would imagine because they might look at it. I mean, good win for West Ham, of course. Uh, yeah, West against West Wolves. Against Wolves not doing good. Yeah, obviously their manager is watching from the distance we are because he's he's gone down with COVID as De uh, David Moyes. But I don't know. It depends on the team selection whether they go back forward. I would imagine they might go to a back forward. It depends on Johnny Evans, and depends if we sign anybody in a week and they come in quick enough. We've obviously got uh, the new signing uh, under. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's just under. Is it? I thought it might be. Somebody yeah. said under somewhere yesterday. It doesn't sound sure. fancy enough, does it? Under. No, it doesn't. <laughs> under. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, he might come into the mix because he's going to have a week of training now. Um, so wait to see what happens with that because he obviously plays on the right like Maros used to do and cuts in. He was waiting for international you know. clearance, I believe, was, so I'm not yeah. quite sure when that comes in. Well, he started training this week, so that might be he might end up on the bench. Uh, but I think Maros could go in because he played the whole of the game in midweek, didn't he, in the, uh, in the cup. So yeah. it's, obviously, it's obviously getting fitter. It will depend on the system that um, the manager wants to play, but I wouldn't be too surprised if we, don't, we get 90 minutes out of him against West Ham. Yeah, Zach, who's watching from the States on YouTube, says, I would see Madders starting against West Ham, but yeah. time limited, so probably 50 minutes. Uh, LCFC Gray says Madison is great coming off the bench at the moment. Um, Chris is alluding to, again, some of the media, Michael Owen saying Vardy's not a natural finisher. Which what? is just ironic. I know. Well, there, there was all sorts of comments, John, of, peop of people after the game saying stuff. So, um, uh, Paul says, it's a scary thought the way we are playing and we've still got four of our best players not really in the first team. Ricardo and Diddy under Madders for 20, 25 minutes yesterday. Um, it's, I mean, three games in, go on, John. Oh, yeah, it's credit to the manager. The way he's obviously working with them. Uh, and he says, you know, as well, I go back to this, that he's, you know, trying to look at each game individually and put out the side he thinks can do the job. And so far, so good. Um, three wins out of three, you can't ask for more than that. And the goals, he'll have been scoring goals for fun, uh, a little bit as well. Uh, obviously, tonight, probably after this, I'll be watching Liverpool Arsenal. Uh, could do with a draw there. <laughs> yeah, about to kick off. We'll we'll finish and we'll go and watch that, John. Um, yeah. Before we do, though, obviously, I, I always say every season, it doesn't matter whether we're in League One or the Championship or the Premier League, I think the first six to eight games sets you up for the season. And um, <clears throat> you look at Sheffield United, three games, three defeats. You look at Wolves, had a dodgy start. I think they've got one win out of three and are down in the bottom. West Ham... Is, is winnable. But this start is, I know we're, we're starting to get a bit excited and that's too early yet, but like Claudio Ranieri would say, the quicker we can get to 40 points, the more we can relax and the more we can enjoy this Euro Europa League season, John, which don't forget, Friday is when the draw is. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, it's obviously been uh, a bit harder for Tottenham because they'll have to play, I think this week, they've got a game uh, in the Cup tomorrow and then they've got um, Caribou, Caribou Cup, if we're going to say it, Thursday. So he's probably going to play a, a second team, you would think, tomorrow night because uh, obviously they're, they're under pressure there. But yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Um, obviously, going out of the League Cup, 
I think we both accepted we're not too bothered about that. Uh, no. Uh, there are things to concentrate on, especially if we, we're going well in the Premier League. And I guess for most fans, that's going to be the key thing, if we can keep going there. I think one of the worrying things as football fans generally now, is a big lot about this in the paper today, is the, the future for, for clubs underneath the Premier League that are struggling financially. Um, obviously, they're looking for a Premier League to help out the EFL clubs. And the government are now looking at situations. The Premier League are now saying that um, if you want us to help out, we want reinsurances about fans going back to the stadium. So there's a bit of a standoff there. Um, but I mean, fans, I mean, it's a big debate with, with fans online today. I was, I was reading and I was only thinking if somebody said to me, could you put £100 in a pot and that will go towards helping EFL clubs out? I probably would. Uh, who would run that? I don't know. But uh, I don't know how other fans feel about it. But I, well, I certainly feel that, you know, I remember going to like, say, I don't know, Grimsby, where Muzzy scored no head kick. Yeah, and you go to grounds like that, and you don't want them to disappear. You don't want the, the heart of the, the of that town or city to disappear. So I don't know whether fans can do something themselves. I think it's a good idea, John. And if anybody's watching and wants to put comments on, do and I'll put them on screen and we'll read them out. I know, John. I'm maybe talking twenty odd years ago, and I think it still goes on in the Spanish and Italian leagues. They had what they classed as feeder clubs, the big clubs. Yeah. out there. I can't remember off the top of my head Barcelona had a feeder club, which was effectively a different club like in the second or third tier. They were never ever going to come up but um, and really into it, although in the English league it can happen. You almost wonder if if Leicester should have some sort of affiliation with with some of the lower, with a lower club um, and help support them through the hard times, you know, and, and work that way and, and put some of our players over to them at times and then you know, you understand what a feeder club is. Could that help? Yeah, I, I suppose the question is, if, if fans put into, like, let's say fans put into a fund, who would run it? Who would decide where the money went? And so on. Or do you say, you know, South End are in trouble now, aren't they, financially? Uh, yeah, I'll put money in and it will get fed to X club and, and Leicester pick a club and, and so on. Obviously, the Premier League clubs have got pots of money. The players have got pots of money. That's been talked about as well. But I think we need to find a way, before the fans come back, of saving some of these smaller clubs. And I feel quite passionate about that. But I, I would like to kind of do something, but I don't know how I can do it. I think it's great. I mean, Ross says here, the days of Scunny away and Barnsley away was amazing. Yeah. I do. I remember two. I remember going to Scunthorpe away, which was great. I do remember going to watch Leicester play at Barnsley on a school night with my two lads who were in there, should have been at school the next day, and we won, I think we won 4-0, and we had an amazing, this was a few, only a, well, it's probably in the last seven or eight years, but, I mean, Leicester, it's not that long ago we were going to some of these small clubs, John, and Mark Charles says he's up for sticky 100 quid in a pot to save lower lower league, he says it's a great idea. 000, yeah, we've got 30,000 fans that go to a game, uh, you know, across the road from where I live, and they all put in a little bit of money, so, you know, we could raise a bit of money, and it could get, Somebody's got to take charge of that and decide what to do with it. Uh, Paul says he's not going to help Coventry, Derby or Forest. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. <laughs> to be fair, I think Coventry needed some help for a few years. It's been quite nice. I do. Uh, obviously, I run bits about the Leicester fan Twitter and occasionally I do stir the, the, the uh, pot with Forest and Derby fans. At the weekend, I was pleased to see 
both Derby and Forest are three games in each with zero points. So we did put out a few tweets to the, and the Forest fans just can't, they can't resist telling me on Twitter that they don't class us as rivals, even though they're constantly at us on Twitter. Um, they only care about Derby. And I said, well, enjoy your relegation battle with Derby. Cause, and Coventry um, are up towards the top of the championship. Yeah, we just, yeah, can't tell, can you? I kind of miss those playing the, those sort of yeah. games. Maybe we could draw him in a cup or something. That'd be quite good. But yeah, I guess I do, I do miss those kind of local derbies a bit. But I guess John, that sort of shows you the English football league, which is why it is the favourite football league in the world. Is that if you were to, if Leicester fans were to take on a feeder club, you never know. In three or four or five years' time, they might come from League Two up to the Premier League. We've seen it with well, we've done it yeah, from League yeah. One. Bournemouth have done it. You know, Luton are doing good. Coventry have come back from the death. Leeds have done it now. So it it could bite you in the bum if you if you play your feeder club. Well, okay, I, it just depends how you distribute. Like, this is what I'm going back to. You know, if you get if you get a pot of money that fans put into, is who decides. Uh, you know, if you've got clubs on the edge of going out of business, then they might come first. Some are surviving better than others, and and obviously. You know, if you're buying season tickets and you kind of accept, I mean, there's somebody today who said, I bought my season ticket for the season, I may not go, but if it helps the club, fine. So that's going to, there's going to be an element of that because people want their clubs to, to carry on. But some of them, if they've got a capacity of 20,000, might only get regularly get half of that in the ground. So Mark, it's deciding who wants, who needs the money most, I guess. Yeah, Mark's saying, and it's a different way of doing it, he says, we helped Luton, didn't we, by but by giving them millions for James Justin. Again, maybe that's what some of it might have to be. But um, uh, Chris from Leicester Till I Die says, maybe we should have Man City as our feeder club. <laughs> Very good. Being a bit cheeky. Listen, John, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll see you again, hopefully next Monday. Um, we'll see if we've uh, we've done a quick score prediction for Leicester against West Ham. Uh, West Ham, I'm going to go with... What am I going to go with? I think a 3-1 win for us. A 3-1 win. All right, John, thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. Okay, cheers. That's John Sinclair. You all know John Sinclair. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let me add him out and put me back in. What are your score predictions just before you go? It's nearly 8 o'clock. Um, let's see if we can get a couple of score predictions in before we go off and watch the next uh, match, which I think is Arsenal against Liverpool, if any of you are watching that. Um Mick is saying, have you got a note why you're late? I'm not late, Mick. But Mick then goes on to say a 3-1 win. Thank you for that. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching. It's a great time to be a Leicester fan. Let us see how we get on this week. Don't forget what is on this week. Wednesday night, Fox's Tale is with uh, Tom. is chatting to Gary Coatsworth. I should have asked Sinky if he remembers Gary Coatsworth. Are you still there, Sinky? Hang on. Add him back in. Uh, yeah, because obviously I was behind the goal uh, when we played Derby in the playoff. He played in that game, did he not? I think he did, didn't he? he yeah, you he know. Did. I remember. I remember being. I remember being cheeky to him as he came off the pitch because I was behind the goal. And interviewed the players afterwards uh, after that game. But yeah, I remember Gary. Yeah, played for Brian Little back in the I was, day. I was trying to explain Gary Coatesworth to one of the other chaps who's too young to remember him. I said. Not necessarily one of Leicester's most skillful ever players, but he played with his heart on his sleeve a little bit. Yeah, I think I took the mickey out of him for some reason. I can't remember why. Good luck, fans. Bless him. Anyway, John, I'll let you go. I just okay. thought I'd add you back in for that. Yes. Um, 
Gary Coates with, is with uh, Tom on Wednesday. Then Lox is doing his fan zone show on Thursday. Where we'll be talking about the West Ham game in more detail. Uh, updates on fitness and players. And, of course, fantasy football. See how you're doing in that. I had a rather good weekend. Those of you who've got Jamie Vardy in will be with me, especially if you like me. I've got him as your captain. Obviously, it's match day on Sunday. We've got the Aftermath show with Jamie from the Foxes Arms. And then we've got our match day live pre-match, half-time and post-match show, which keep getting better each week. Join us then on those. From me, Phil, thanks for all your comments. I'll see you very soon. Cheers. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. With special thanks to our pals at ADT Taxis, Beat Me, Piglet's Pantry, Tiger, Leicester Garage Conversions, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Moyer Weight Interiors, our chosen charity, Memphis UK. We bring you the fans' views on the match each week, and your views matter to us. Join the fans' debate each match with us. Follow us at Buster Fan TV. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.